Hey guys, it's the Deep Thrones boys here to talk about Sunny Grove CBD. It can help you out with a lot of things, including social anxiety. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been out in public this whole week looking above me, expecting Drogon to torch me after watching last week's episode. I, I, I don't know who to trust. And Sunny Grove CBD, that delicious citrus flavor that it offers inside that honey, has been helping me ease my anxiety. You can go to SunnyGroveCBD.com, that's www.SunnyGroveCBD.com, use the promo code DEEPTHRONES and you get $10 off your complete purchase. And be sure to follow Sunny Grove CBD at SunnyGroveCBD on all social media platforms. You can't go wrong, guys. Again, ease those muscle pains, ease those joint pains. Sunny Grove CBD helps you out. Hello and welcome to Deep Thrones. This is the Midweek Mayhem episode. Midweek Mayhem. Following episode, or episode 5 of Season 8. Called The Bells. The Bells. The the be- bells. Those bells are ringing. The I have course, some Sims. My partner Shady's here. What's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Oh, hello. Welcome oh, to Shady look. House. Would you like to try Shady Beef? Do you remember when those shirts made? We had shirt. Oh, me and Brendan did. We had shirts made in high school because of the character from South Park who said, Shady Walk! Oh, so we I, had Sheedy Walk made. Oh, and on I the did. back it said, would you like to try some Sheedy Beef? See, I never got one of those shirts, so I just that, that shows how much my friendship means to you. Well, a lot more than Brendan's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the kid doesn't even listen to the fucking podcast. He does not listen to the podcast. He's he's, he doesn't even like produce anymore. He produced <laughs> for a week. Dude, he, he didn't show up. He's getting, he's, he's, he's fired. On the, he's Should on, we he's fire fired. Or he's fired. Brendan, you're fired. You blew it. You blew it. We... Sweet, so we need a new producer. Yeah, we, well, we're searching for another producer now. Half our, or probably 90% of our pod, we've been searching our for producer. Our producer turnover rate is insane. <laughs> we go through producers like crazy, yeah, dude. It's amazing that we're still around. Huh? 100% my fault this time. <laughs> 100p. Um, 100p. So we just had some Raising Canes, and let me tell you, that's going to be, so we were pursuing a Culver sponsorship, Yeah. but now it's yeah. all about Raising Canes. I'm addicted to the stuff. This was my first time trying it. Yeah. My lord. Think? So good. The sauce? The sauce, you can dude. Drink that shit. And, and we're sauce boys, too. Yeah, we we're, appreciate We're OG sauce boys. <laughs> we know is, good sauce when you see it. I just, I'm not trying to insult Culver's, but you're on thin ice. You you and Brendan right now are Come on. in the same boat right Listen, now. Listen, I, I, I love, you know how I feel about Culver's. Oh, I know. I, see, I used to, I was a big Chick fil A guy. I like Chick fil A. Not their political statements or anything, so no, don't, we even, don't, don't even that. think yeah, it. No way. But um, I thought that they had the best like chicken place, fast food wise, and mm. Raising Cane's just 100% flipped oh, me. Raising, oh, yeah, they flipped me like pancake. a hot pancake. They flipped you, they, they turned did. you upside down on the couch. Um, my thing about <laughs> Chick fil A is that it's not open on Sundays. Right, which which is like a big fast food day. Raising Cane's, if I was in charge of their marketing, I would 100% just be like, yo, Sundays are our best days to come on in and have some chicken. Damn right. I mean, Sundays, like, you're hungover sometimes, you're tired, you yeah. don't want to do much, you, you certainly don't want to cook unless... No, you got to you set know. your fantasy roster and run out and grab some quick food. Exactly. And all they serve is, like, different types of chicken tenders. Right, and, and chicken tenders on a sandwich, which it's is fantastic. great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get all of it. So um, We also have to address, we've been getting a little sauce, and by we, I mean you. I've been getting a little sauce because apparently uh, so a certain NBA player who had a game winner last week. Ka- 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 Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. Um, listen, newsflash, I, if you've been listening to those podcasts for this long and you thought we were a sports podcast, you've been tuning into the wrong You've, you've been smoking the wrong stuff. Yeah, you're on the wrong stuff. You're on the wrong podcast. But that being said, I, I am, should have I corrected can, you. I can own up to my own mistakes. Yes. Kawhi. That's how you say it, Kawhi? Kawhi. All yeah. right. 
Kawhi Leonard go <laughs> no, go no. make another fucking Leonard. game winner, okay? Yeah. Ka- Kawhi. The, we see, are. I feel like now, since we are attached to Game of Thrones, we mm-hmm. are getting the same criticisms as Dan and DB. So we have to be at the top of our game at all times. You know what's funny? Probably like 90% of the people who texted me about the Kawhi Leonard thing can't even say like Tyrion. They probably say like Tyron or like yeah. or spell, or like, or like spell Cersei like S-I-E-R or something. You know, also, like, Jamie, guys, it's not J-A-M-I-E. No, it's, so, it's, it's J-A-I-M-E. So Chris, like if Jaime. he goes through all of the texts... He could be super petty, but he's not gonna be. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna. Not on air, but maybe after. <laughs> I'm. I, I pretty much am being petty on air right now. But yeah, that's but okay. it's a, how many times we've pronounced things wrong? I'll re-listen and I'll be talking about Theon and I'll say Tyrion or something. It happens. This is a live podcast. When we're doing yeah. it, we're just having honest discussion. I mean, it, you know, it, mistakes you, are made. You know what else is really funny? As like, because we'll record and then I'll re-listen as I'm like on a commute or something, and I realize that. And, and now you guys will start paying attention to this, too. But I would venture to say about 95% of the times where I'm using common sayings or phrases, I always get, like, one word wrong. Yeah, you're always a little so, off. You're always so a little like, off. And I always notice when I re-listen, I'm like, man, I'm surprised no one sauced me up for that. No, but, I, well, you let... I remember when we first started this thing, and you kind of had a leash on me a little bit. And then after, like, episode two, you were just like, just let gotta it, let the let big dog fly. eat. <laughs> It's like the dragons, man. But yeah, you're all your like whatever you say, like a shirt. You used to think it was right off the back. Yeah, like oh, yeah. we'll get this done right off the back. And I was like, I think yep. it's right off the bat. Like I, we'll get this done right off the bat. I thought it was right off the back, and I, it makes sense. You know, you you know, you're getting right off your back. You're getting up. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't spend much time on my back. <laughs> Well, in so, the bag. Some, some of us are getting pancaked around here. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, rub it in. Congrats on the sex. <laughs> um, so we'll get into some actual throne stuff here. The first thing I want to talk about, and I didn't realize this, it was a very quick scene, but Aaron Rodgers had a cameo, who, of course, is the uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback and also grade-A loser. Sorry, any Green Bay fans here. He hasn't been good in a long time. And he, he puts up good stats, Okay, he's I, not I, a winner. I, 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 skip, skip. Is he a skip, winner? Skip. Listen to me. The goat is Tom Brady. He, 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 no, Aaron Rodgers is a, he's good. He's a baller, but like as a Bears fan, I never I can root for him. As a Vikings fan, I can't either. Yeah, we share that mutual. We respect. share that. I know for a fact we do have some Packers listeners, so we'll we'll ease up a, a little bit. But it was it was kind of cool. I like it every time they have like celebrities come on or yeah. or, or athletes come on. Um, he had a quick scene where he was an archer in the Lannister army. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really do much except burn alive, right? Didn't yeah, he? he burned alive, yeah. and he burned in like a retreat. He was like two different people. He was also a peasant. Every special guest they've had so far has died. Aaron Rodgers, Rob McElhenney, that country singer, also was turned into a walker. So I think that's pretty cool. But I, I think that this scene was a bit of a metaphor. God, I wish um, I saw Ed Sheeran die. But oh, I know. Continue. He was the one that survived. <laughs> the boy who lived. Exactly. And then it's a Harry Potter spinoff, but just worse. Um, I think that the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, though, was a metaphor. Um you know, it was like we thought the fight would be a lot closer than it was, um, but it wasn't at all. Rodgers was there, but he didn't actually elevate his team. And I guarantee after the Dragon fucking picked six of Euron's entire fleet, mm-hmm. there was a lot of finger pointing going on in the there huddle. There was a lot of finger pointing, and guess who got fired? Guess who took the blame? Greg Jennings. Cersei Lannister, the head coach. Let's get in the mind of a Cersei Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she broke her fucking leg. <laughs> she put the team on her back, though. Yeah, she's- 
Oh no, Darwin Sharper. <laughs> He's one of the most hardest hitting safeties in the league. If you've never seen the Greg Jennings broken leg video, it's probably one of the funniest minutes yeah, you can spend on up, YouTube. Look it yeah. up. But I do like the cameos. Um, it, it's fun. It's fun seeing Aaron Rodgers get burned alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, Week One Bears Packers this Shit, coming. I'll be I think uh, it's a Thursday night. Game. I'm going to the Week One Minnesota game against the Falcons. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah, Atlanta. The Falcons were real competitive last year. Well, I want to see some Julio Jones live. You know, <laughs> but no problem. No problem. Um, so I. So actually, I guess this is a sports part podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I gotta say Kawhi now. Can we? So. I was reading an article, and I think, Chidi, you said you read it as well. Yeah. But it was an article by Eric Kane is the guy's name, and he's at Forbes. But basically, he was breaking down. He does reviews of every episode. But one opinion that I really agreed with him on and really resonated with me was he phrased it in the way that we didn't earn this episode. Yeah. So he started out saying, you know, it's it's one of the it was one of the most controversial episodes probably in cinema cinematic history Mm -hmm. um it it had so much going on it was incredible to watch but then he said it was just disappointing when you look and think back how we got to that point right and i i tend to agree with him here you know when you have so many there's so much i guess weight resting on this season because you have people who have literally grown up with I mean, I guess you have two camps. You have, mm-hmm. you know, people who have watched the stuff for years now and then people who have just binged and watched season eight. And either way, when you're going through that journey with these characters, you expect the best, you know, the, the, you know, the best ending, essentially. Right. And when you don't get that, you're going to have a lot of complaints. You're going to have a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. But what you have to realize is that this is... It's not going to go the way everyone wants it to go. It's not going to be either a storybook ending or a complete, you know, evil person winning. Yeah. You can't turn your back on the whole series because things aren't going the way that you expected them to go. To be just perfectly serious for a second, to the point about the brutality of the episode that I want to make is to see it reflected in art like Game of Thrones, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a television show. It's scripted. It's a reflection of real life. I mean, there's a high-speed chase. It's on the news. There's, we can literally watch bombings on TV from countries. I mean, literally mm-hmm. shock and awe was a giant bombing. And when that's happening, the last, uh, there is a bloodlust in humans. There just is. And it's, I'm not saying it's right, but there's that old news saying, if it bleeds, it leads, right? Meaning if it bleeds, it's the top story. Mm-hmm. So I think it's if important. If it bleeds, it needs, as I would say. Yeah. yeah. If it bleeds, hell yeah, I didn't get her pregnant. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so you got to remember that America does have a bloodlust, or just the world in general. If it bleeds, it leads, right? So what I'm trying to say is, is like seeing Danny do all that, I think that's that's part of the whole thing. I mean, if we didn't see that, then then what's the whole point? Yeah, and I, like a common thing that I was hearing a lot, and again, I, the what we want to do is bring some, I guess, lightheartedness and levity to what we're we're all watching the same thing, right? Everyone interprets it differently. Um, Even in art, those are innocent people, right? Yeah. And it's, it's tough to separate yourself from, oh, this is Game of Thrones. But it sucks. But it, it, it's very important to see everyone dying. It's important to have... I mean, in the in the post-episode interviews, they were saying, you know, you can only show so many innocent civilians getting killed. But once you actually inject a character that we care about amongst all that chaos... The mom and daughter with art. The, yeah, exactly. It That's when you really start to recognize how awful and, and horrendous and horrifying this stuff is going on is. But to the end of, like, that we didn't deserve it, this episode, to me, it's sort of like when you got the place to yourself 
and you just all day jerk it to the grossest porn. And then your girl gets home and out of nowhere, she's like, hey, you want a BJ? And you're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. You didn't earn it. <laughs> You've been putting you bad boy work well, see, all day. You didn't earn it. And then she's going to get tired about five minutes in. Yeah, you're like, so I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> I can't make heads or tails of it. There's still like a little Nike scar on your dick from oh the sock you were using. All right. So we're going to reel it back. <laughs> Uh, but there yeah, is a gain sauce. There's I, something in there. I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was a great article. Um, you guys can check it out. But it, it made a lot of sense to me, just in the sense that like you, there's been so many blunders. And and you were talk. We were talking about this in the production meeting earlier. But you can go through pretty much any sort of film and and you gotta watch nitpick. Yeah. You can go through and nitpick stuff that maybe shouldn't have been gone that way, or bloopers or things like that. I'll be honest. I've read things about Endgame, which I haven't seen it yet, but I've read things that um, people just flat out ignore that completely turn the story on its head. Um, the Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies of all time, and there's a huge plot hole in it that every time I watch it infuriates me, but I still love the movie, and it's still flawless. It's beloved by critics. I feel like Game of Thrones is under a microscope right now 100%. compared to anything. Absolutely. The Dark Knight has a glaring plot hole that flips the entire movie on its head. If you just pay attention to the movie, it's like, oh, shit, how does that even happen? You what know? is it? Oh, it's the ending when the Joker uh, flips Harvey Dent like a pancake and turns him evil. Oh, yeah. When, uh, when Gordon gets there, he knows all of the amount of people that Harvey Dent has murdered and that they have to take the fall for him. How would he even have that information? Yeah. He's been fighting the Joker all day, and it, it completely changes the whole story around that he knows it. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he was the three-eyed raven, actually. Go, yeah, he, well, uh, he's also, he plays Sirius Black is also him. I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. What so. a nerd, you fucking virgin. But some people have called me a serious black, though. When I get real words up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm, a re- I'm an R.N. What's up? Um, so, one another thing that we heard a lot, too, was uh, Cersei and Jamie kind of died unceremoniously. And, you know, you can have your own opinion on it. Again, everyone's going to view things differently. I thought that it was a little bit of poetic justice. Yeah. With not only the sense that they came into the world together and they went out together, but also the world that they built, everything that they worked for pretty much their whole lives was literally imploding around them. I thought it was a very fitting ending. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, what what were you feeling the same way, kind of? I, I, so at first, I, um, and I even my sister messaged me on Facebook and was like, I just, I didn't feel satisfied with it. I agree with a lot of the viewers that I wanted a brutal vengeful death of Cersei right but then and and some people online have done a great job of connecting these dots you remember from the books Jamie saying to Cersei that you know me and her were born together we'll die together you remember when Tyrion threatened Cersei which actually hurt him at his trial when he said one day your joy will turn to ashes in your mouth Uh, she died surrounded by ashes everything caved in on her that's ash I mean uh, she's got mesothelioma her and a loved one uh, (laughs) Both have mesothelioma from that. It's got to be just... Rid- Magor's Holdfast is just pure asbestos. Oh, man. Guaranteed. Dude, well, Arya's got to have it, too. She was, like, coughing oh, out ashes shit. and stuff. Do you think after that, she's like, fuck it, I'll just go back to Gendry? And die of mesothelioma? Well, you, you, I guess, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. You could probably live a while on that. I'm sure you can, but it's got it's got to not be comfortable. <laughs> I don't even know what mesothelioma is. I just know the guy. Hi. <laughs> hey. Maybe if she changes faces, she'll she'll uh, she'll lose it. Yeah. Well, that would actually be a cool perk. I I have predictions about that, but uh, I thought it was a fitting death. The ashes, you know, were in her mouth. Mm-hmm. She she died with Jamie. 
Um, I don't want to just defend the show. Right. I don't want to yeah, do blanket no. defense. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, um, I, it, it's if me good, and you do a pre defense, people, they're going to carve us up and get in field goal range. People, <laughs> it's good that everyone's being critical because that's when you put your artwork out there, it's going to get observed, and you know, like people are going to say stuff about it, which is fine. People don't know this, but before we've Chris, torn into we've torn into some of these uh, other episodes earlier this season too. Yes, we have, and it's. It's but it's like you said when you put it out there, it's open for criticism. That's mm-hmm. it. Every single movie, everything is reviewed. It's criticized. We are under a microscope, especially in the social media era. People don't know this. Before Chris was a football player, he loved painting. He used to have a big fro, and he would he would paint in the uh, in the park. He called it Mims time, and he would host a little painting show. And one day, one of his paintings just got ripped apart. And ever since, then, he said, "I'm putting the paintbrush down." He switched to football. I switched to football. I cut off the fro. Cut off, he shaved it. Which I miss. I, I, he hung up the paintbrush, and he hasn't brought it in. I'm telling you guys, his artwork would bring grown men to tears, and you would ejaculate on sight. It was it, amazing. It was mostly just paintings of dicks with bow ties. But, but at, it, the time, at the time, culturally, <laughs> it meant that post, we were fresh off 9-11, well, the, and well, the seeing that shows. for me cured me yeah. <laughs> the, t- the data shows yeah that it was indeed emotional penises as yeah. opposed to not i'll i'll tell you one th- it was beautiful and chris I, I hope one day you find that paintbrush okay. again well thank you i appreciate that but that's but, but that's the point is that the, we all see that funny thing that's going around that db and dave said that for the last episode they're turning off their phones they're getting drunk yeah um there's I really would. nothing else you can do and people act like this is going to haunt them. They they just announced that they're doing the next like Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have a real short leash with whatever they put out next because if it's like, I don't know. To me, if if they had Winds of Winter to go off of, then none of this stuff would have been really going down. If I, I find think... out that they directed the live action Clifford, I'm going to freak the fuck out. Because <laughs> if that's not done right, heads heads will roll. The big red dog. So we'll move on from that. Um, do you do you agree with that though? That if George had finished his books prior, let's say they don't follow the exact blueprint, but it would have been easier for them to nail the landing. Oh, 100p, dude, and all the <laughs> all right. 100p and all the fucking conversations. Every first of all, everything would have added up. There wouldn't have been like, how did we get from here to there right. automatically. Um, and all the conversations would have been weighty right. conversations. You remember You remember the earlier seasons? Yeah, I remember how much me... me I mean, the earlier seasons, we never... I mean, it's like how long it took Arya to travel north, right? Yeah. And then in but then, season seven, it's like, Danny gets the raven, and Tyrion's like, you can't go beyond the wall. And, and then, then ten minutes there. later, she's yeah. there. But like the thing is, and that what's so cool to me about George's writing is that along those journeys, there's awesome stories that happen and awesome character development that happens that's integral to how the story ends up so right. I, I i think that stuff's important but you know when you're when you're being rushed in six episodes you can't really do that obviously. right and i think the one complaint that steadfastly everyone agrees on is this rush was unnecessary they should have done it right they should have nailed it mm-hmm. but it's whatever but i also think they were do- I, I i truly do think they were shitting their pants shitting their pants because they didn't have the writing to go off of Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I guarantee you that. Well, but I mean, how long have they been off the books since season six? Yeah, I'm season six was their strongest six. one. But they were so set up. I mean, That's if you true. have like, if someone gives you a blueprint and just doesn't finish the roof, like you can usually just kind of piece that together. Oh, you can just build a roof, Chris. Well, no, but, <laughs> I'm, but I'm saying like you have the foundation. Is All right, my point. you just essentially just talked about IKEA. 
But, <laughs> um, so wait, I have a question then. But in the books, Rickon's alive. Yes. Okay, so point show He's writers. Point show writers. Well, He's on Skagos. I just yeah. read about Skagos. Yeah, Those are some wild place, motherfuckers, dude. dude. Each other there, I am mad in. that these places don't get shown in the show. Yeah. I hope in the prequels that they get shown. Yeah. A lot of the prequels got to be in the north, I would imagine. Yeah, Skagos. It's, it's called... It's called the Long Night. So, yeah, nah. Skagos is like that one store at the end of the mall where it always smells like weed. <laughs> You're like, uh oh. Skagos to those who aren't familiar with the Westeros weed map, it's uh, off to the east of the wall. It's an island. It's just off East Watch, basically. Yeah, it's 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 you and can the, see Skagos. The from people east there are West brutal. Um, I think more brutal than anyone. I mean, worse than by far. I think the Ironborn. They yeah. eat each other. If you go to Skagos they're, to trade, you don't come back. They're essentially if you picture the wildlings that. Um, ate each other and stuff in the earlier seasons. The Thens. The Thens. Even though the Thens in the books are Don't actually eat. more civilized than most of the wildlings are. Mm. But that. But that's... If, if I were to equate what we saw on screen to the Skagosi people, it would be them. Wow. Good Good knowledge being dished out. It's nice to, nice to talk about Skagos. They don't get any play in the they show. They get no play. No play. And uh, so we'll move on from that. Dragon Flames. Oh, Melting is, Stone. So I watched some clips when you told me about this one. Mm-hmm. And when Drogon like flies around the city and like just blasts through towers with the flames, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess I got some issues with that, right? What is it like? A, maybe it's the force with which the fire also comes that's, out? That's, that's the thing here. So what you got to think about is... Like, if you look at Hall, for example, a lot of the towers have been completely annihilated, and that was supposed to be the most formidable castle Right, that's ever. true. The, and the, still is. It was already set up that that could happen. Yeah, and, and Balerion and the Black Dread tore it to fucking shreds. Badass, dude. So, it, it, it's like, it, you're not just getting, like, weak-ass, like, it's not a flamethrower that you're shooting at the, right. at the stone. It's, like, forceful fire coming out. Right. There's high velocity... And that's why it, the King's Glendening Gate that just blew open in, uh, behind the uh, Golden Company. Yeah. I mean, that's like... That- I think that what happened was Drogon probably didn't breathe fire in a while because he was breathing ropes. He was straight up just <laughs> blasting, dude. Dude, I, that yeah, was like... A lot of pent-up fire. A lot man. of pent-up fire. A lot of pent-up fire. Close your eyes. But when he blasted through the wall in the Golden Company, that was actually my favorite part of the episode. That was fucking dope. Strickland... <laughs> <laughs> Strickland got got a lot of business right he, there. Oh God, he's the new businessman. Uh, he didn't get nearly as much no, business as he died quick as, uh, as CEO Theon of the C- company. <laughs> Just imagine a little picture of him, like you know those like email pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cheesing, cheesing. Oh, man. This is our CEO Theon. Just <laughs> a big old cheeser. Owner, founder and CEO so, of Thea. So you're right. The world already set up that that could happen. Yeah. Because Heron Hall was the most formidable castle ever. And, and and literally, like, still is one of the most formidable castles, even half destroyed. But it's haunted. In the, yeah. Or cursed, I yeah, guess. Yeah, whatever. So that's, is that, that's... It was established. You know, right. it's, it's not like it came out of nowhere that Dragon Flame can blow, th- can blow up stone yeah. and stuff Dragon like that. Dragonflame so. can't melt steel beam. <laughs> We've been heavy on the George Bush stuff recently, huh? I'm a huge. I don't know. Last last week, I was like, uh, Daenerys Targaryen does not care about Westerosi people. Well, that was Kanye. <laughs> that was one of the greatest. But he said George. Bu- he said he George, George Bush, Bush doesn't, doesn't care, care about, about black, black people. people. And yeah. Mike Myers, the comedian, is standing next to him, just like, like, oh, what? I'm Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great stuff. But um, I, when I was watching it, I didn't even take that into consideration. But upon rewatch, like, yeah, I get it. Like. She's just blowing through towers and stuff, but it's the force, it's the heat, 
King's mm-hmm. Landing, I don't think, is that formidable compared to Hall, at least inside, you know, those towers. Well, compared to Hall, no, but still, I mean, still I, I think the thing that they're talking about, I think the thing that a lot of people wanted to have explained is how it's just going through stone walls. Like, I mean, that's, you know, that's just tough to imagine. Just like, if you're thinking of a flamethrower, it's not going to go through right, a stone right. wall. This is so. supposed, this is a dragon, right? Yeah. This is, this is born of volcanoes, essentially. Yes. In Valeria. Yes. Uh, we'll move on from that big topic here and we were actually talking about this in some episodes prior when you were saying who is John going to have to square up against like who does he have left to fight and the easy answer to that question is he's going to kill Danny but to me I'm interested to see the John versus Grey Worm fucking heavyweight title match getting after it Mm. two of the best warriors we've seen on the show Longclaw versus the Spear yeah they're going to Two swords, one cave. Let's get it. <laughs> well, uh, Grey Worm doesn't really have a sword now, does he? No, it's true. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, in so many ways. Uh, so, I mean, who do you got, dude? John versus Grey Worm. Oh, I got John, but it's going to be an epic battle. And I think they set it up a little bit. There is a moment where Grey Worm looks at John, right? They each kind of, he kind of eyeballs him, just for a second. Yeah. But I think when it's going to become inevitable, I don't know if it's going to be an all-out war. I don't know if the Northmen are going to, I would love it. I would love if the Northmen and Tormund came down and they were like, this is John's throne. Yeah. But John is going to have to get to Danny. He doesn't want her to be queen. She's evil. She's bad. And Grey Worm is going to be the, the one force between him and her. And I never even considered that. Me, I, I never thought of that prior to this But last this is episode. a guy who can hold his own against John. Hell yeah. He's definitely going to get his licks in before John, I think, puts him down. Because that's all Grey Worm can do is lick. Well, <laughs> Grey Worm's a fucking badass, dude. And he's just, I mean, blindly loyal to Danny. Oh, and he'll, he'll, he, he'll, he hasn't said a word since Masandi died, which is concerning. Yeah, well, he only knew, like, four. <laughs> but, but still, man, I mean, like, I feel like Grey Worm has almost more rage in, her, in him than Danny does. He he led the charge against the fucking Lannister men who surrendered. He oh, threw yeah. the spear. Oh, yeah. And, and John was like, what the fuck? I think that you're right. And, oh, man, I, I, I take John. Yeah. I gotta you take have John. to. The character armor. The character armor. But, I mean, there's also a lot of Arya theories coming up. Yeah. But I'm going to go John, but I think it's going to be a good fight. Because John's never really fought a spearman before. You know, he's fought a lot. He's done a lot of sword combat. Yeah, a lot of swords. He's never fought a spear yeah. boy. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to look at the... Te- oh, no. Uh, the White Walker at Hardhome had like a lance, kind of an ice lance. Oh, that's right. Deal. Yeah. yeah. And John was just like dodging, ducking. Yeah. He's quick. That's what helps him. He's quick yeah. and he's a oh, small yeah. target. And he's a little guy. He's a little guy. <laughs> Come on. We love you, buddy, but you're little. We love you. Oh, God, man. I, I just... I think that that has to be, I think, the big fight in Dude, that's going to be dope. I cannot wait. Are we... Pre- are, are, are we, oh, are we're we doing official it, we're making Game of Thrones prediction. boys prediction? Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. John versus Grey John Worm, Grey Worm next week. Book it. It's guaranteed. Take the under. Listen, are Grey Worms better than anybody's Grey Worms? Our predictions, folks, have been... We've actually had the only podcast that where every single thing we've said has come true. And you can, <laughs> you can listen to the tape on yeah, that. Right. And you can. our lawyer, Brett, will sue you into the stratosphere <laughs> if you say anything differently. And then, Does he know he's our official lawyer? Uh, well, yeah, he's on retainer. We we send him a paycheck. See, awesome. you don't ever see any of the money that comes in. No, no, but... I don't need to. <laughs> I'm sure it's getting to the account. Yeah, I got direct yeah, deposit. Yeah, Brett, do us a favor and fire Brendan for us. <laughs> Text him if you're listening, because he's not. All right, so next matchup, Arya versus Danny. This is an mark. interesting take. This is an interesting take because... Um, one, it, it has to do a lot with the prince that was promised uh, in the Zohar High prophecy. So everyone assumes that John is going to 
kill Danny, and that's gonna you know br- make Lightbringer and 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 make uh, the prophecy come true. Right. But Arya is fucking hot right now. She still has. She's on a heater, man. She, she still has. You don't two leave eyes the table close. when you're on a heater. She has two eyeballs left to close. Danny, do you think she steals a face to kill her? She hasn't stolen a face all season. Maybe she steals Grey Worms. Maybe John kills Grey Worms. She's like, give me that. And then, give me that face. Yeah, that would be fucking dope. Yeah, I would be. I'd be down for that. I, I, dude, maybe she gets Masandi's face. Oh, ooh, that head is still rolling around somewhere. It's gotta be. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's out there. head's out there somewhere. Oh shit! Probably you know, Kyborn to, took off of that. Say, <laughs> next to Kyborn's brain. Oh so. yeah, he's got Pycelle, who's kind of like a little zombie boy. He's like, oh, dude, you can't do that to that head. That's it's highly irregular. Wow, my fucking Pycelle impersonation was garbage. Highly irregular. Remind me never to do that again. Don't do a Pycelle. But so my theory is that. Only someone with the side-to-side quickness of a chandelier girl can survive dragon fire. And she proved that in that scene when Drogon was oh, trying yeah. to torture. Oh, yeah. See, see, I love Danny, guys. Danny's gorgeous, but to me, she's more of a romance gal. She's definitely not a chandelier girl. Oh, not no a chance. spider monkey. Dude, she, Danny's missionary all day. She's dude. missionary all day. She wants you to go. She's like, oh, no, love me. You know, she loves to be <laughs> wined and dined, loves nice things. When you finish, she poorly pretends that she does, too, because she thinks it's, like, cute or something. Uh, but for <laughs> me, you see, it's all about Arya. Um, she sees the text between you and Arya too you know she's that kind of girl and you're like listen she's just a spider monkey from college (laughs) (laughs) she's just this monkey I can't get rid of she's just swinging around all over the place but when Danny comes home stark raving mad Arya has the agility to hop off your face and get out of there before she can blast her with fire so that's why Arya's gonna kill her because it's a spider monkey always beats uh, I don't know what's it uh, dragons? Dra- uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Another DTB prediction. Spider monkeys are stronger than dragons. So we have one major glaring problem here. It's the, it's the Drogon problem, we're going to call it. Oh, yeah. Who kills Drogon? So Ghost? I, I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, maybe Nymeria and the Wolfpack come mm. down and just gang up all over Drogon. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I'm thinking Drogon... I, I'm thinking Danny gets killed unawares. Like, I don't think it's going to be a battle. Mm-hmm. You know? And they also don't have the director Sapochnik or Sapochnik who did all the battle, uh, all the big battles in Game of Thrones. Right. He's not directing this last one. I think it's David Nutter. Or no, it's actually DB, DB. and Dan. Yeah. And Dave. Yeah. DB and Dave. Dan and Dave did it. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Oh shit. Yeah. They better hope this episode's a banger, or else people are gonna be coming for them, dude. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's it's, it's either what? either no matter how it is. Seventy eight minutes, seventy nine minutes about it. Seventy nine minutes. I saw on Google. That's an hour nineteen. Um, I don't think that's enough time for a battle and to tie up loose ends. I think what we're going to have is the first 45 is probably, you get like the first 15 reaction, the next 45, which is an hour of a lot of resolution about John and Arya doing the things that me and Chris predict. And then the last 20 or so will probably be a, a jump forward in time to see whoever is currently ruling kingdom. A hot theory amongst our friends, Chris, right now is that John retires to the north. I, I mean, I don't think... And he just, like, lives in the deep north in a hut. I think after seeing and being on the streets of King's Landing while Danny is flying over torture, torching innocents, uh, just knowing John being, you know, the the uh, shield that guards the realm of men and all that, yeah. I don't think he's going to allow someone like that to be the queen of the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And even if he were to and try to make the north an independent kingdom, Danny wouldn't have any of that, so it would be war anyways. Right. So John's got to take care of this. 
while he's there, yeah. essentially. And not only that, but you know she's going to be coming for Sansa. She she'll oh, consider yeah. what Sansa did treason. And I yep. think I think that I think John the straw has already broken the camel's back. But I think before he completely turns on Danny, they will have a conversation where she even mentions like your sister has to come yep. for a trial, and that'll be the end for Johnny. Be like I'm not letting Sansa burn. Yep. And then Arya's on board. Fucking oh, Arya, Brand's gonna probably roll down at some point. She's sworn to protect them girls. Yeah. So that's tight. Pod, dude, Pod's a badass now. He can hold his own. Dude, Pod has been up north just rearranging guts. You think <laughs> Trogon left King's Landing in disarray? <laughs> they, we should have gotten a flash up to the north, dude, because there is... Oh, man, just oh, slaying. Just, just all over. Nobody's walking straight. <laughs> He's just walking around smiling. Yeah. Like, Bran's like, where's my wheelchair? Like, all the girls are borrowing it because Pod is out here <laughs> ending lives. That's fucking great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. So, official and prediction. This is the finale this coming week, man. What is it going to be? Um, so, okay. These are my predictions. I think that... I think John will fight Grey Worm. He'll kill him. I think John gets the kill on Danny. I think for the prince that's promised prophecy to come true, John gets the kill on Danny. I think Arya will be crucial in him getting to Danny. I think that Danny will threaten Sansa. There might be a mini battle. Uh... But you're right. I have no inkling on what happens to Drogon. Right. The Drogon problem. The Drogon problem. I love that. The Drogon problem. <laughs> so, I, I, again, the John vs. Grey Worm, I need it. It's got to happen. If any, have it. If anyone, either that or, you know what, just to have a different prediction than you do, I'm going Arya vs. Grey Worm. Ooh, love that. Arya Holy takes shit, out Grey Worm. Holy shit, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's what, even if wears John, his face to get close to Danny, and then dude. John John finishes it all. She does what to his face? Well, wears it. Okay. Yeah, wears it. I'll cross that out. <laughs> different verb. I had a different yeah. Uh, so official prediction: Arya kills Grey Worm, wears the face, brings maybe like uh, Danny said, like go summon Jon Snow to Grey Worm. So then Grey Worm, aka Arya, brings Jon Snow in and like chains or something or like you yeah. know, and then Jon Snow kills danny that would be dope that'd be fucking dope. That'd be dope or if like john has a cool sword fight with drogon hear me out they <laughs> tie it because he's got those cute little arms you just imagine him swinging a sword it's like oh no way no way uh i think that another cool angle would be i think if, that's the only way to get rid of the drogon problem i man. agree but do we see Arya kill gray worm or we just we see him like reach with the spirit it cuts and then he brings him in, and then we find out that Arya uh, won yeah, that we fight. Find out that, yeah, right. yeah, you gotta leave a cliffhanger. It can't be too on the nose. Yeah. Or else you just boop boop. You know, it's yeah. gotta be a little subtle. You it's only want, you only, at most, you want a 10 out of 10 boop. You don't want like a 12 out of 10 boop. No, you want a good boop. Yeah. But they need a good boop because people have been complaining. There's not been many good boops. That would be one of the best switcheroos, I think, in history. And like, I love the phrase switcheroo. I love a good switcheroo. Well, sometimes a good switcheroo is not what you're looking for. That's like a military term. Okay. If you're talking about getting Batman, because that's a conspiracy theory that you've dude, been putting in no, my head, no, no, it does no. not exist. No, no, no. There's the no Bat- way it exists. Dude, Batman's real. There's I no do. way. I've read, an, I've read an article online on what? about Batman. On what? Okay, what website? So I, you Forbes? Know, we're, not, we're not naming sources out here, okay? We do. But, <laughs> all right, explain. I'm fine okay, with this. All right, if you are, explain right, take Batman. Take a seat. Okay. Take a seat. Okay. Why don't you just take a seat right over there? I'm okay, so I was reading this article. I mean, this was years ago. I was in high school at this point, so we're talking about, like, what, 2008? Yeah, your mental state was great. Probably right, right near the uh, stock market crash, they lined up with each other. Um, so, Batmaning was this thing. These kids were going on spring break in Miami and stuff, 
And they'd be raging at these nightclubs, and these two hot chicks would be like, oh, yeah, come back with us. You know, it's going to be fun. Come to our hotel. They get back with these two chicks, and then they handcuff the guy to the t- to the bed, saying, like, yeah, we'll be right back. You know, just, like, be right there. And then they leave the room, and guess who fucking walks in the room? Batman. Batman himself, the, the, the Gotham City caped bandit. And just Kid goes, Crusader comes in. Kid, Kid Crusader. And, um, per, yeah, perfect example of me getting common sayings wrong. Caped Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the Hamburglar himself. And, and you can use your imagination on what happens next, but Batman's not a nice guy. That's not real. He takes his liberties with, with the tied up young man. You, back then, we believed so many things that weren't true. Like what? Batman's Batmaning is if you're telling me that Batmaning is not real, it's no, it's, it's, <laughs> no way. It's real. You're so full of shit. I'm telling you're you, you're turning into Alex Jones before. But you're gonna have to eat a jar of mayonnaise for that one, <laughs> Bucko, because that doesn't make any sense. You know what? I might just eat a jar of uh, Sunny Grove CBD. Probably, it probably was plug. It's good stuff. Money. Give me. Give me the money. <laughs> internet money. It's dude. No, I think that I. I don't. I don't know. But right, well, you're a big Batman fan, so you probably I'm just gonna don't do want a to poll. believe. After tomorrow, this releases, I'm going to do a poll oh, God. on <laughs> Deep Throats. Just is, is Batmaning real? Yes or no? Well, it has nothing to do with me being a fan of him. Yeah, no, it does. You're trying to defend. I don't think Batman. Christian Bale's walking in in suit, Dude, going, "It's time." For you ever seen American Psycho? Where's the trigger? <laughs> I have seen American Psycho. It's a good movie. What's the safe word? <laughs> what is it? I, I have some questions to ask you. Okay. One. Boom. Are you upset that Jamie and Brienne never reconnected? Do you think Jamie no. and Brienne had a fitting finale? Yes, because I don't think Jamie and Brienne should have ever hooked up in the first place. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that was my unnecessary titties in that episode. And I didn't I I, I could have used no Jamie and Brienne connection there. Yeah. I liked their relationship with the sexual tension and they both yeah. kinda wanted it, but they just knew that they couldn't have it. Yes. I thought that was a better dynamic than what we ended up getting. But I, like I said, I, I thought that there was some poetic justice in the way that Jamie died. I think another thing about that's kind of making me mad about takes and stuff, and again, we're trying to keep some levity in this, but people saying like, oh, they destroyed his character development, his character development. He went from being bad to being good to being so mean to Brienne and going back to Cersei, but he was a full adult when he pushed Bran out the window. He yeah. was a full adult when he strangled his guy and turned on his Rob cousin. Stark. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, he became a little bit better, but that doesn't negate what he had done. I'm an adult, right? I, I mean, I st- I'm much more mature than I was in high school, but I'm. You've heard me talk. <laughs> I mean, it's you don't change that much once you're an adult. He changed, but he still loved Cersei, and he still would do anything to get to Cersei. Sometimes that doesn't negate your character changes and your arc of the story. He's well, a human. About... No one's in fail. There's no Superman. Right. All right? There's yeah. no Superman. There's well, not a guy making every right choice. You you were saying earlier, you know, you went, you studied what in school, in college? Screenwriting. You studied screenwriting in college. So when you are making characters from scratch, there are certain characteristics of those characters that are integral to who they are, how they make decisions. Yes. Um, and basically how they progress through the story. Now, there are some things that can change. But yes. is is the I could be wrong on this, but is there not that core in there that remains with every character? Yes, especially if you're trying to write real characters. Yeah, it, we as people are who we are. Um, 
And I just, I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that. I mean, even it's like if you're, if you, if you love someone, you will change your beliefs for them sometimes. But deep down, you still are who you are. You yeah. know what I mean? Jamie met Brienne. He loved Brienne. I really believe that. When they're on the road together, they're experiencing so much together. I mean, they were drawn to each other. But that doesn't change 34 plus years with Cersei. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It and, just doesn't. Yeah. And then when Sansa made it clear to him that King's Landing was going to burn and she's upset she doesn't get to see Cersei be torched, you see that look in Jamie's face like, I'll never fucking see her again. I got to go. Yeah. It doesn't change who he was. And I think the, I think he was mean to Brienne. Uh, and I thought it was to spare her. But I think, I think honestly, he was just in this, you might be pissed. Yeah, he was just being real with her. He's just being fucking real. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. listen, I loved you. I st- we, we did it. You're no longer a virgin. You're welcome. Here's some taxi fare. Yeah, here's some money. I mean, shit. <laughs> She's like, what are you thinking off to? He's like, oh, I got work early. <laughs> I got a sack in King's Landing. It's it's Saturday. It's Saturday. Look at this. This is sack King's Landing. I got to get out of here, you. Boop, boop. So that's what we'll, we'll we'll stop for now with the uh, with the um, defending of the show and, and the and seriousness takes and everything. Yeah. One more so, question. Yeah. Varus and poisoning. Varus I and poisoning. It. Yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't. It's, I didn't. I, it's got to be right though, right? We'll try again at dinner. Yeah. So what he's referring to is the conversation in the very beginning of the episode. Um, Varus has one of his little birdies walk in, Ooh. and they have it. They pick up almost mid conversation, um, and one of the lines that he says, or what that she says, is, um, "I she wasn't eating. She's not eating anything." And then Varus says. Well, that's okay. We'll try again tomorrow, right? Isn't yes, that what he says? That's what he says. We'll, we'll try again at dinner or something. We'll try like again, that. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much, I mean, that's a clear it's indication. wide open out there. I didn't pick up on it. I should have. Me I'm kind of upset with myself. But it sounded like Varys was planning to poison Danny, which would be the convenient way to make John King. Yeah. Or, or I'm sorry, Aegon Targaryen King. Wow. And, Watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and then also too, Varys was writing those Raven Scrolls too. So I'm sure that those come into play in the next episodes. Yeah, we, we'll probably see some Bannermen coming to Aegon's Banner. I'm sure someone paused it and was able to read some of it. The only thing I could make out was the name Eddard Stark. So he probably was talking about how he's technically not Eddard Stark's son, all that shit. But um, I I, I hope that yeah. we see who it sent. He sent it to. Maybe maybe we do get. Well, no, I mean it was it, it was it was like your standard, you know. Uh, it explained that Jon Snow was not parented by Eddard, but actually like uh, protected by Eddard Stark, um, yeah. and that he's rightful king of the Seven Kingdoms, Aegon Targaryen. Yeah. Yada yada yada. It's it's standard. Um, Raven scrolls speak. that that yeah. get sent out, like Stannis sent out against Joffrey. Um, like Cersei and them sent out. You know, it's just rightful king, rightful queen. Oh, just yada yada. It's yada. just clerical stuff. Yeah, clerical you know, raven yeah. stuff. Yeah, we get our secretaries on it. Yeah. So for this next segment, we're gonna do Apprentice House Sauce Edition. This is big. So we've all watched the show The Apprentice, right? I actually have never seen it. Well, what? But so, we, I know what it is. Yeah, you, yeah, if you win, you become president. <laughs> um, so that's we learned that one. Uh, so what we're doing is we all remember House Sauce of Boyhold, which is the house that Chris created. It's House Lord Sauce Mid. of Good Boy Harbor, and the, and the castle is Boyhold. Oh, okay. Well, excuse me. All right. Sorry, I don't know the capital of fucking Delaware. Hold your here. boys. Uh, hold your boys right. Hold your boys. That won't. Uh, you know I'd be doing that. <laughs> um, so essentially, they need an apprentice. So there are some people who filled out the. 
the app. Oh, yeah. He, they left those little, like, terrible phone numbers, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you can't really see them. At uh, the tavern. So, okay. So, this is uh, Lord Mims of House Sauce speaking with you right now. I'm going to call in the first interviewee. Um, call him in. Um, all right, so, uh, sir, what's what's your name? I'm the Trader of Spices. Trader of Spice? Okay. That's just your name? <laughs> <laughs> so, my actual name is Bert Wonderballs. Okay, right. Well, that's that's interesting. Just call so, me Trader. Uh, Mr. Mr. Trader, Mr. Spices, um, if I were to put you in a scenario, say, where someone were to approach you and say that their family would die if you don't let them borrow one of your ships... What would you end up doing in that scenario? Ooh, well, I'm a gambling man. Okay. And I would gamble that they'd have to succeed without my ships. So you're just going to let the family die? Um, well, I would hope that they wouldn't die. Okay. But they're not going to live with my ships. Okay. All right. Well, we just uh, we just had an opening looking for uh, a spice trader. But, um, That's perfect. My name is literally Trader of Spices. See, but like the only thing that the caveat to you getting this position was uh, maybe not letting the family die. But we'll we'll go on with the interview and see how we like it. You know, perfect. Okay, so if I were to present you with this scenario, Smang, Mary, kill a girl named Daenerys Targaryen. Smang. Okay. <laughs> a girl named Cersei Lannister, and Smang. a girl named Marjorie Tyrell. Smang. Okay. But do you understand how the game is played? Yes, I smang all three. <laughs> okay. All right. Interesting. Love that. Love that answer. I haven't seen my dick in years. So you just, you made up for the, the, the lackadaisicalness of the last question. I so would I'll... smang all three of them, but not with my dick. <laughs> okay. All right. And I'm going to follow this up uh, with the question, would you rather? Okay. Mm-hmm. And are you familiar with how would you rather works now? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Good. Would you rather... Live in Koth, the greatest city that ever was or ever will be, or in King's Landing, which was recently just got like a restructuring, just got like real sauced up a little bit. What, what are you referring to? We, uh, you know, we, we, we had a new change of ownership that really wanted to change I, things around. I would live in Karth. Okay. The gem of Essos. Okay. And it's pronounced Karth. <laughs> well, that ain't no problem. All right, well, I appreciate your time today, Mr. Spices, was it? Okay. Yes, the trade of spices. Okay, we're, and we're going we're gonna to keep one of your ships on the way out. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we'll bring in the next one. Dude, where the fuck did you get these fucking assholes from? Hello! <laughs> All right, uh, what's... Uh... All right, Let me go. in! All right, here we go. Um, I've right. got to get through the wall! <laughs> All right, easy, young man. My name's uh, Lord Mims of House Sauce. Uh, what's your name? I'm John Snow. I'm Lord Eddard Stark's bastard. Oh gosh. Okay. Are you okay? I'm fine. All right. All right. There's no time for all these these introductions. Well, it, there's time. We you're right on time. Actually, we have there's no time. We have an hour allotted for the interview. Okay. 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 Fine. All right. Um, so I want to start out with this scenario, and I'm going to present it to you as someone who doesn't know much. The about Night you. King is coming. If you were to have a pet that stayed with you almost throughout your whole adult life, how would you say goodbye to it? Oh, God. I don't even know. It's too... There's no time for this. <laughs> I, I guess I would... I, I would find a friend who could take care of it while I, I'm busy. Okay, okay. She's my queen. And she's your queen, too. Who's, she, who's, who's the she? Daenerys Targaryen. 
this guy this guy's on his mind what's all right listen we're gonna get back to the interview okay but i'm asking the questions here okay so of what, course why don't you just, just take a seat take a seat i'm, I'm sitting i'm antsy okay smang mary kill okay oh god we're talking about ghost you want me to smang my dog we're talking about ghost we're talking about drogon oh god okay and we're talking about a golden company elephant Oh, jeez, those those can't even ride boats. Well, you gotta smang, marry, kill one of them, or all of them. The only woman I ever loved was Egret. Kissed by fire. Oh, I kissed her fire. All right, let me present this question to you. If Have you, you ever been in a cave? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather hang out in a cave for the rest of your days or marry Daenerys Targaryen? Oh, God. I was inside Daenerys Targaryen. Might as well have been a cave. You know what I mean? Khal Drogo. <laughs> oh, if I had my way, I never would have left that cave beyond the wall. All right. Well, that. All right. Uh, you know, we're gonna keep. We're, we'll call you. I'm Ned Stark's bastard. Here's my card. Okay. All right. I was yeah. Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Just I get, was killed. Just get the fuck out of here. Ali killed me. Someone get, remove him. I I have I have issues. <laughs> All right. Well, um, all right. Yeah. Make sure we never see that motherfucker again. Um, who, who's next? Man? Oh, I've been in here the whole time. <laughs> Studying Jesus, my opponents where every move. Where did this guy come from? Not much to choose from, I see. Oh my gosh. There's okay. that fat trader of spices. All right. Oh. Well, I would. And then there's that idiot king. Oh. I would introduce myself, but um, sounds like you already know. I who know I am. you well, Lord okay. Mims. Okay. And I know all my opponents. And, and who are you supposed to be? I'm Littlefinger, Peter Baelish. Oh, oh sir, Lord Baelish. Sir. Okay, I have heard of you. Everyone's heard of Lord Baelish. So, <laughs> let me present... I'm this, an idea. Let me present this scenario to I'm you. I'm everywhere and nowhere. If you had to know what was going on in a specific time frame, would it be what's going on now, what's going on before, or what's going to happen? I always future? think... Three to four moves ahead. So in the future? I think in the past, I think okay. ahead, and I think in the present. Okay. I'm like Bobby Fischer. Okay. Now, what is, what, what, is a, what does a chaos mean to you? What is, what is chaos? Chaos is a ladder. Oh, is it? And I got to climb that ladder to hop on top of Sansa. <laughs> She's a tall drink of water. Have you ever seen her? Uh, see, yeah, I tend to agree with that. Ah, We're when- connecting here. Oh, we're connecting yes. here. Okay. Yes, good, good, good. Okay. Um. So, where are you from? Tell me a little bit about. Tell me a little bit about your past. What's going on up there? Don't fucking worry about it. All right. You just tell me what you need from me. Okay. <laughs> and I'll get what I need in the end. Okay. Now, if you had to, let's say, smang, Mary, smang, Mary, kill per se. Oh. All right. Actually, smang, Mary, kill. Sansa. Oh, Sansa. Arya. Oh, Arya. Catelyn. Oh, Catelyn. Oh, this is a tough choice. That is a tough choice for I her. would probably kill Arya because she killed me. <laughs> I would have to marry Makes Catelyn sense. and I would smang Sansa, just like I smanged her Aunt Liza. Ooh, I forgot about her. What is your starting rate? Uh-huh. Well, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we're going to end up picking you up. How about you let us ask the questions here? Okay, okay. yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Whenever I do an interview, I like to play a little game. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, it could be good practice to let the interviewee ask some questions, so... I think you should invade King's Landing. (laughs) 
Well, I don't think I don't think House Sauce has has the uh, retainers to do so. When are we gonna get in the game? <laughs> okay, calm down, young man or old man, whatever you are. I'm lost. How do I get out of here? <laughs> I'm uh, being held by all these boys. There's a lot of boys and boy hold. Okay, now, Lord Baelish. Yeah. Would you rather? Oh. Would you rather sit on the Iron Throne? Oh. Or pokey pokey. Sit on Sansa's face. Oh, <laughs> Sauce Boy. Oh. <laughs> At the end of the day, all I've ever wanted was to sit on the Iron Throne. That being said, Analangus, baby. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, thanks for coming. We'll call you. Um, but hey, that, that was. I'll retreat to the darkest corner in the room. <laughs> uh, so that was the Apprentice House Sauce Edition. So we're going to choose. I'm mm. going to choose who Lord Who would Mace you hire out, of that, hire out of that batch? I would hire, after some careful consideration, I really liked Baelish. Yeah, he brings the most to the table. I mean, he, he's he's resourceful. Yeah. He's uh, he's he's creepy. He was there the whole time, so he's Wait, attentive. Wait, what are your criteria is creepy? <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's attentive. He yeah. is attentive, that's true. Yeah, so... He was there the whole time, he was studying the opponents. My impression of John makes him sound batshit crazy. <laughs> he's like totally PTA. There's no time for any... I don't know where I am. Dude, that's how it's going to be by the time he's on the Iron Throne. Oh, God, dude, he's all twisted. Yeah, so congratulations to Peter Baelish. He now is the uh, apprentice of, of House Mims or House, 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 House Sauce. Sauce. Yes, Lord Mims of House Sauce of, of Good Boy Harbor. Good Boy Harbor. Boyhold. Boy, Boyhold. Yeah. Don't, oh, wow. Don't forget the Boyhold. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's like forgetting CPA at the end of my LinkedIn signature. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have the Boyhold out there. Or you're like Captain John Sheedy. That's how I'm going to start yeah. introducing myself. Oh, I am Captain John you Sheedy. You won't. You won't. Well, I don't meet many people. <laughs> so we we are almost wrapping up the series, guys. Yeah, and I'm a little sad. It, it, we'll Sundays for being sad, okay? I just want to point out that I've had a few people say that we better keep this up. Yeah, we're gonna figure something out. We're not gonna rush into an idea that we're not sure is gonna be a hit. But we are gonna produce. We're gonna come up with something, and we're gonna mm-hmm. continue to deliver a consistent, good, funny product. Damn right. And thanks again for joining us. You guys are, are the best. Thanks for all the engagement. Everyone who hits us up on social media or texting and things. This is why we love doing this. You guys are honestly the best. Yeah. We have a, a small but mighty fan group. Yeah. And it's only growing every day. We reached 100 followers on Instagram the other day. Would you look at that? Would you just look at it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Again, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to hang out with us. We love you guys. That's all I got. Uh, Daenerys, hit me up. Let's hang out at Boy hold.